0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of the 100-Foot Jesus Podcast. This is your host, Matt Hafer, and um, I am coming to you with your last episode of 2020. Two episodes this week, by the way. We have never done two episodes before, uh, but we wanted to finish out this year of 2020 when you're kind of bullet-pointing, okay... We need to talk about this, this, and this. There's one topic we never got to this year that I really want to, and the inspiration for this topic is my wife, Miss Emily Marie Hafer. She's a part of this um, group of girls. Uh, They they talk on a Marco Polo app, which, by the way, a group of myself and about nine, ten other guys from college, we talk every day on this Marco Polo app as well. Uh, But in her group, they do this thing they call their Word of the Year. And every year they come up with a word. This is like my theme of the year. Like um, one of them last year, I can't remember which one. Uh, if you're listening, tell me. Um, says uh, the word joy. That I'm going to find joy in all circumstances. Um, Emily's word last year was just my favorite. Um, it, not just because it was hers. But Emily had the word last year of intentional. Meaning whatever you do, it's intentional. You know, if you're, you're not just going to go to work from this hour to this hour, do this task, but you're gonna be intentional about it. You're going to try in what you're doing and there's a purpose behind everything you do. And I thought that was such a cool word to do. Uh, My word this year, and I've never had one, but my word this year is one that I've really put a lot of thought and prayer to. It's um, God's revealing a lot of stuff to me lately about just how, um, what it is to be human. From his scriptures, from life experience. <laughs> um and I think it makes a lot of sense for a lot of you guys who've experienced 2020 the way I have. And a lot and a lot of you guys have experienced it way harsher than me. Like, you know, you guys got the full you know, blunt end of the object called 2020, and I totally get it. Um anyway, here's my word for 2021. This is my theme word from 2021. And uh, I'm going to sound like Clubber Lang from Rocky III when I say it, but my word for 2021 is pain. Now, I know all of you guys listening to this, you're driving in your car, you're going for that winter run in the morning in the mountains of Colorado, you know who you are. Of my, one of my favorite listeners, or maybe you are doing the dishes, you're riding in the car with the kids because you know that Wonderfoot Jesus is kid-friendly, right? We try to be. And you're hearing that and you're thinking, his word this year isn't power, it isn't unstoppable. His word of the year is pain. Yeah. A lot of this comes to me through experience. Um, in 2019 and 2020, I lost some people that are very important to me. You know like your standard bearers. We have a couple episodes about them. One of my best buddies from high school. My grandfather. And it was painful to experience. But then when you really look at like all the relationships you have. They all have some sort of expiration date. I know. I know. They'll be with you in your heart and your memories. And you can take the lessons that they taught you. Good or bad. And they'll take it with you going forward. But still. Every relationship that you count on, that you love, has some form of expiration date. And even further, every relationship you hold on planet Earth, Christian, is with a sinner, is with somebody that, left to their own devices, is going to choose the selfish thing decently often. And that's hard, right? Like I I have people that I'm in relationships with personally that I don't love the place we're in right now. And for whatever reason, it just kind of happened, whether it's the whole social distancing idea of 2020 or we disagree politically or socially or culturally, whatever it is, we're not in the place I want to be. And that's with a few people right now. And that's painful, in the Western part of this world, we're, 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 we Americans, and I know not everyone who listens to this show is an American, but we Americans, we do everything we can to avoid pain. When your child is, we have two different types of parents, right? Like you have the one, and a lot of times if you're a first-time parent, you do this, where your kid's walking, 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 falls down, and they scream their head off because they got a little boo-boo on their leg. You have the one kind of parent who's the first time parent usually, but maybe you just keep this going and you rush to them and you pick them up and you rub and you kiss the little spot. You say it's going to be okay. You hold them until the pain ends. That's some of us parents. Others of us parents, you do the whole thing that my wife and I do, right? When they fall down and they hurt themselves, you just kind of let it ride because, you know, like if if I let it ride, Then they're not going to be freaking out anymore. (laughs) They're going to realize that mom and dad aren't going to be here to magically heal all my boo-boos and that God designed my body to heal the minor stuff, right? Like that's how God designed my body to heal. This side of heaven, the minor stuff will heal, you know? That's how you're designed. So some of us parents were like that, like the minute your kid hurts themselves, you act like that kid doesn't exist because you want it to to power through without you. We try everything we can to avoid pain. We don't sit in pain in the United States. We, we we entertain ourselves out of it or we drink ourselves out of it or we snort our ways out of it. Some of my friends that, you know, I, I love you and I've been praying for you and I've been trying to help you through your addictions. You know what I'm talking about. Like, you try your best, your best to numb your way through it. We get therapy through it, which by the way, not knocking therapy the slightest. In fact, I think all of you listeners should try it at least once. Um, we medicate our way through it. We we take stress gummies here. Your host here does that. Um, we 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 drink, you know, magnesium powder mixed with water for calming stuff. That was me yesterday. Um, we do all the things we can. We we. We, we, we cater our lives to our exact specific entertainment needs and, 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 and our biases. And so what we see is the world we designed for ourselves. We are creating a world of our own. The problem is it's already been created by a God. And this God does not promise you life won't be filled with pain. He doesn't. We have a savior that comes from heaven, Jesus Christ, the Prince of all, right? The son of God through him, all things were made. He was the word, John chapter one, right? And, and he steps down through all that to be within our pain. It says that he was tempted in every way we are. Jesus suffered in a way no human's ever going to suffer. He goes to the cross and it says, He when he says, let this cup pass from me, but not because my will, because of your will, that cup folks, is God's wrath, the cup of wrath being poured on him. That means all of your sin, all of your rebellion, and everyone around you, he is being punished for that past, present, future, I believe, theologically, on the cross. And that is his trembling and suffering. A lot of people died on a cross, but no one bore the sins of all time other than Jesus Christ himself. Only Emmanuel, who is God with us, did that. And you have that Jesus who comes here and we want him to say, life is awesome. It's going to be okay. You know, this gets better as we like to say and I like to say to kids. But that same Jesus says, well, in this life, you will have trouble. Excuse me, Jesus. Yeah. He says, well, in this life, you're going to have trouble. But Jesus, if I follow you, life's going to be better. It will. After you die. And by the way, the people he was talking to typically, after you die, a very painful, horrible death. But Jesus, I, yeah, that's the promise he gives us. He says, "In this life, you will be tr- you will have trouble." Now, a few chapters earlier than this, in the exact same book of the Bible, and I'm going to let you find it. By the way, because I'm not going to look this up for you, because I want you to be hungry enough to look it up and find context for all this, because it's gorgeous with the people he's talking to and what he's saying. But Jesus says, in this life, you will be troubled. But earlier than that, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. So he says, you will have trouble, but don't be troubled. Um, You have Jesus, he dies, and then he rises again, and he ascends up into heaven, which is a beautiful thing to think about. The the Savior of this world, his work is finished, so he ascends up to heaven, and the Holy Spirit comes over us, which is amazing. Amazing. But after he leaves, he has his followers, you know, and, and, and his disciples. And by the way, almost all of them were martyred for their faith, according to church history and scripture. But these men, it says this early in the book of Acts, the beginning of what we call church. It says, and they were tortured and suffered and went away cheering because they got to suffer for the cause of Christ. They cheered because they got the chance to suffer for the cause of Christ. They had skin in the game. They weren't just referees pointing out the wrongdoing. They weren't just bored people in comment sections saying, oh, I would never do it like you did. But they had skin in the game and they suffered for the cause of Christ. They felt pain. They endured pain. See, folks, what I'm realizing about the human condition is the human condition is pain. It's pain it hurts. You are being set up for such a tough day. Um, one of my most interesting things my dad told me when I was younger, cause we're both sports fans, is he said, cause we, there was a coach. I don't remember who it was. It was, it was the coach of the Pacers at the time. And, um, we love the Pacers. We love Reggie Miller's Pacers, you know? And I remember when they, uh, they fired their head coach that got in all these conference finals. Right before they hired Larry Bird, who got them to the finals. But I remember my dad said, that's not surprising. I was like, why? He goes, because every coach is hired to eventually be fired. Everybody is. That's how it works you have an expiration date on this earth you have an expiration date in each job you have that's why it's amazing when you hear that this guy was at this company for 20 years or this thing and this thing that's why today when you hear my wife and i had our 15th wedding anniversary and i was kind of troubled with how many people were like wow that's awesome like is 15 years really the goal like man i i, I think we're shooting for our 50th anniversary first you know what i mean but But yeah, we all have an expiration date in what we do. You are going to experience pain in this life. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't experience pain, you're one text or phone call or conversation away from experiencing pain. The world you have is this Jenga (laughs) that's being built. And at all times, there are different things in life. Health scares, spiritual matters, job, relationship, whatever it is, finances. And and they're constantly being pulled off and put to the top and it's getting top heavy. And eventually that thing is going to pull out that one Jenga piece that's going to send it all crashing down. And you too will experience pain. You're going to experience pain in 2020. All the jokes about, man, you know, but I can't wait until it strikes midnight. Why? You're saying because 2021 is just going to be this amazing nonstop party. Yeah, we have a vaccine out that seems to have really good reactions to people, and it's the, the, you know, and it it seems like it's going to get us out of this and start herd immunity. By the way, I just said herd immunity. I don't really know what it is, but I do know that my very smart doctor and nurse friends and and pharmacy friends tell me it's achievable. But anyway. Maybe that, maybe the vaccine will get us there. And, and, and by the way, say this time next year, you're listening to this episode and you're like, man, that did not age well, the stuff he was saying. But imagine this. And then coronavirus is a distant, weird, awkward memory. And we're not wearing masks all the time. And we're not trying to social distance. And we're not closing things and all of that. Yeah, but you're listening to us a year from now and you got another issue. There's something else going on that you don't like. Maybe you don't like this new presidency that starts in January. Maybe your particular company made bad decisions or or whatever it is, and your pain is not your pain is just a different pain it's not it's not the same pain as twenty twenty but man twenty twenty one hits you like a ton of bricks too. you're going to experience pain in this life you are going to psalm seventy one here's my first scripture reference you don't have to look this one up psalm seventy one twenty he says, you know, though you have made me see trials, many and bitter, I know you will restore my life again. From the depths, you will raise me up again. That's what David writes in Psalm seventy-one twenty. Imagine that. The most loved people by God in Scripture experience such hardship. Out of all the trillions of human beings that have ever been created, Jesus chooses 12, and that's the life they they live once they decide to follow him? Man, it shouldn't be that way. Everything should be awesome once you follow Jesus, but that's not the way it worked. The church grew through martyrs. You hear these stories about men and women in Rome that are being thrown into the Colosseum and they're being devoured by lions or they're being hurt by the equivalent of what you would call a gladiator <laughs> in modern day age, which really is just some goon that's you know torturing them. But anyway, that they're in the Roman Colosseum. People are cheering as they're dying and being devoured by a lion. And history tells us they are singing hymns and praises to God with their dying breaths and people in the crowd are Their hearts are turning towards what is this God that would cause them not to care about themselves, but to glorify this Savior. And that was in the midst of suffering. So yeah, my word for 2021 is pain. In 2021, I will experience pain. My kids will experience pain. My wife will experience pain. My church will experience pain. My friends will experience pain. That is my word for 2021. It's pain. I'm going to find out what God has for me to learn from the pain he has. I'm not saying he even caused it, but he might have. My wife and I, the worst time of our lives, episode four in this podcast, you can listen back, um, is when we suffered a miscarriage from quadruplets. All four of our babies died. We believe life begins at conception. Therefore, four of our babies died passed away at the same time (laughs) and we were in the midst of all this suffering but you know what every time I'm around a guy that is the daddy of the miscarriage I am so drawn to that person I, I I tell them that it's okay to think you lost a kid it's okay to not think that was just a clump of cells but that was your child and that child had a future that child had a college graduation date that child had a first day of work that child had a driving lessons in a parking lot somewhere where you're screaming at each other and all of that died because your child's heart stopped beating and i tell them it's okay to feel that way it's okay it's okay to sit in that pain and realize it hurts but there is one greater than that pain and it's jesus christ and because it says take heart <laughs> Do not be troubled, he says in this in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world, meaning there is no penalty in this world that's enough to really break us. Well, guys, that's my word of twenty twenty one and I would love to know yours. um We thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope that twenty twenty one is the best year we have had on this podcast because now it will have spanned three years as of our first episode in January, anyway. We thank you so much, and thank you for subscribing.